This is Jim's Take. Welcome to Jim's Take 2024 edition. Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, Shedding off the dumpster fire that was 2023. I think this is kind of a recurring theme every year we talk about. Let's just forget about last year. It's a whole new year, a whole new opportunity. Um, Ever since 2020, people have just kind of said, you know what? We're going to go into the year with a little bit of hope. Nothing changes. We say, I can't wait till next year. And next thing you know, like all of these years have have flown by. So the theme... This week that I'm going to talk about is just that optimism that we claim to have. Um, but over the past few years, I feel like this optimism has been has been dampened by quite a bit of cynicism. And so I want to talk about the cynicism. I know I've been dealing a lot with that. And we're going to talk about a lot of different words today. A lot of isms. We've got your optimism, your skepticism, your cynicism. We've got all of these types of things. And uh, I'm seeing it a lot. One with clients, two with just people I'm seeing out and about, talking to the things I'm consuming in, in social media and, and everything, even the tone of news and articles and everything that we're reading, there is this cynicism level in it um, that I didn't realize was affecting me so much because I was becoming incredibly um, cynical. And I think that's probably, if I, if I had to recap my 2023, I had a few bursts of, of optimism and hope and, and you know, gladness. <laughs> um, but there was a cynicism there. And I, th- I think 2023, the end of it, um, really kind of peaked with a whole bunch of cynicism. And I'm, I'm happy I'm aware of it now. And it's, it's going to be something that I'll be focused on for, for 2024. But um, so I, I want to talk a little bit about this. This past week, I did, uh, I was just down in Florida, I did the dopey run, I have to throw that in there. Uh, for those who don't know what the dopey run is, it's down at Disney. It's a 5K, 10K, half marathon, marathon, four days in a row. It's stupid, uh, but I like doing stupid things. 48.6 miles, did them all. Um, Well, I didn't really do them all. The half marathon got cut short because of bad weather, but whatever. I did 40-something miles. Um, And so, uh, and I treated it just like I treat everything else. I didn't train properly. I didn't train at all, actually, which was, (laughs) I very much regretted that. Um, Especially around mile 19, 20 of the marathon was when, you know, my body really uh really had nasty things to say to me but i did finish it and and what i like about it is um it reminded me i have not gone running in months and running is such a big important thing to me and i'm not gonna try and convince you to go running um but building up the 5k the 10k the half the full what it reminded me of is the clarity of thinking i get when i do it and why i really enjoy it and uh, my entire attitude changed from 5K to marathon in terms of just being more friendly, being more open, being um, just a nicer person, you know, as as the race went on. And and uh, I entered it, like I said, in, in not really a good spot. It was, I was incredibly judgmental. You're doing a, a 5K with a bunch of Disney people who are not really runners. <laughs> um, it's easy to judge Disney people. You know, the, you know who I'm talking about, like the really... The really Disney people, um, which, by the way, Disney is it's supposed to be the happiest place on Earth. It was it's the angriest place on Earth. Um, the amount of people just yelling all of the time. They're so it's so anxiety. I got some lady started yelling at me about how there was a line. And I wasn't even in a line. I was just standing there waiting for my friends like there's a queue. 
Um, and so as I was running, I was thinking about all of these things and, and how a lot of people now, I feel like people are looking for reasons to be angry or wronged. Um, they're looking for reasons to be offended. They're looking for reasons to be upset. And I, I think it's because everything extrinsically that we're consuming, everybody else is angry, right? And I did this podcast episode ages ago. You know, why is everyone so effing angry? Um, and, and it's true. I, I think it's still here. I think everybody is looking for a reason why you're wrong, why you're, um, how you're offending me and, and all of these types of things. And it, it brings back a memory for me. You know, I heard a, a professor speak about it once, um, an organizational psychologist, he's a researcher, but he was talking about how when we get stressed, uh, we tend to put other people down so that we can feel better about ourselves. Um, the easiest way to feel better about something is to make it feel small. And I think we're doing that with other people because we haven't figured ourselves out yet. Like we, we, we kind of, we've lost ourselves. We've lost ourselves quite a bit. You think about it, like perfect example, when you're thinking about it in the office and everybody's stressed out and somebody says, oh, what about this idea? Uh, Joe, what about this idea? And the first thing Joe's going to say is it can't be done because of X. And Joe is stressed, right? And Joe wants to appear smarter than that. And Joe wants to show why, you know, all the things that he knows and all these types of things. And so when we're so outrageously stressed about health, politics, wars, um, economy, right? Everything is, uh, it makes it so easy to put other people down. And we're actively looking now for reasons to be wronged, reasons to be angry, reasons to justify these cynical feelings that we have. And, uh, and I don't like that. Um, I don't like the way I feel about it. I don't like and, and when I say I don't like the way I feel about it, it's not about you. It's about, you know, when I do this. I don't like the person I am when I do this. And uh, I am tail end of Gen X. And we were, we grew up with, I would say, a healthy level of skepticism. We weren't raised that way. It's just kind of the way it happened, right? We, you know, everything that was promised was taken away. And um, and so there's a healthy skepticism with Gen X. And, and I think that's good. I think it's important to have some kind of healthy skepticism. Don't get taken advantage of and all of those types of things. But skepticism can very quickly evolve into cynicism. And that's dark. It's a dark place to be in. And I don't want to be the cynic. Uh, and it's so naturally easy to just go pull, be pulled into these, these negative kind of focuses. Um you know, we have these core emotions. Everybody's got core emotions, we, you know, joy and happiness and anger and fear and hope. Hope is a, is a, a core emotion. You know, I think there's like seven of them. Um, and, and we see this a lot, you know, politicians will tap into it, right? Like Obama's slogan was hope. And that's the emotion he chose to tap into. And it was very successful. And, you know, Donald Trump is tapping into certain types of emotions, which I think you can kind of guess which ones those are and not necessarily positive. And, um, and the Democrats do it and everybody does it. And, and the news systems do it, right? It's, it's clickbait and it's trying to get you to kind of um, get offended and say, oh my gosh, I have to see this. And it's like Howard Stern. More people listen to Howard Stern for longer because they wanted to see how they could be offended again. And one of the songs I was listening to as I was running, and this is again why I love running is it's my thinking time, and um, I find so I find out so many answers about myself. I, I my mind gets so clear, and it was probably the 10k. I think it was the 10k. I was running it, and a song came on, Vinegar Hill by Black Forty Seven, um, which is a great song by the way. Uh, and there's a line in it that Larry Kerwin uh, says actually, you know, when faith is gone. 
all hope is lost. And that's what I thought about for the rest of the run. It was, um, I've heard the song thousands of times. Um, but the word faith jumped out at me. And not, um, not in a religious way. Right? I, I, I bucket faith in, in belief systems. I bucket faith with trust. I bucket faith with beliefs. Um, and so I, I'm not talking about faith. And, you know, I'm not telling you to go to church and find your, you know, faith. Faith has kind of been commoditized and put into this thing. It's not what I'm talking about. But we have lost faith over the last number of years. And maybe it is faith in a religious sense, if that's what you want to, to do. But we've lost faith in our institutions especially over the last four years, right? Um, you know, with the pandemics and COVIDs and do you really trust that, you know, government is going to do it? We've lost faith in our educational system. We've lost faith in our neighbors, right? Who's right, who's wrong? I can't believe they will believe this. We've lost that trust um, in our neighbors and the people around us. And we've lost faith, I would argue, in ourselves. And that's what I think happened with me. You know, my, my run was all of the things that I've lost faith in uh, and 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 what I've been cynical about over these last six months and probably beyond, right? It's probably been the last three years. It, it doesn't just kind of go over like a light switch, but um, we've lost faith in everything. I don't know um, if you were to stop and pause, and I didn't think about this before. Now I'm just kind of spitting off the top of my head, but I don't know um, what I trust anymore. Right. And that includes myself. And and yes, I trust my spouse. I trust my kids. Right. You, there are things that you can trust, you know, as you do that. But do you trust that people have your best interests at heart? There was always this assumption that um, people could take care of you if you needed it. There was always this assumption that people are good. And I believe that. I do believe that. But when we get into the cynical mindset and we enter things looking for negativity, looking for these other things, we forget that we have faith in other people. We forget that we have faith in institutions. We forget that there are certain ways that things can work out and, and go pretty well. And um, you'll often hear me talk about personal accountability. Um, and this run, these runs that I had over the last week reminded me that I moved farther and farther away. Um like the guy on Bear Mountain who told me, if you wait for anybody to get something done for you, you're going to be dead in a box before it happens. And yes, there, there's a bit of cynicism in that, but there's also a truth in terms of what am I doing to increase my faith in myself, right? I just ran 48 freaking miles without training. There's a mental resiliency in that. Right, I'm I'm a freaking superhuman. <laughs> I'm I'm arguing. I'm going to put that out that I that I could do that without training. Um, it's kind of stupid. I'll brag a little bit, uh, but it reminded me of you know what's possible. What can I do? Right, I hit mile 19, 20, 21 on a marathon. And I'm I'm my body is screaming at me, and I finished. Right, and and there's a reason people at the end of Ironmans, at the end of marathons, and all these they get emotional, they cry, um, and I was getting a little emotional too. I didn't think I could do it, and I did it. And so, and in order to do that, in order to sign up for a race like this, in order to show up on the day, and I'm using the race as an example, but put whatever example in you want it, you have to have faith in, in your ability to execute. And you have to have faith in your ability to get things done. Um, and I, I think we've, we've lost faith in our ability, at least I did, uh, for a little while. I'm, I'm getting it back. Um, it takes a lot of reflection. You know, what do you care about? What do you believe? What, what, you know, what's possible? right? Rip the bandaid off, right? What's possible? What are you looking to accomplish? Um, 
you know, there's deep questions on what does success really look like, what really matters. And, uh, you know, there is a core attribute of hope, a core emotion of hope that we can only tap into when we start to take action in terms of what it is that we're capable of doing. What are, how are we testing our boundaries? And, uh, you know, it's very easy to just sit down, point fingers, blame people and be angry and then go off and watch TV. Um, we have to get out. We have to be social. We have to do things. We have to test our, our beliefs. We have to test our truths. Um, and we have to find something and execute on it that's meaningful. The, one of the questions I was thinking of, and I love this question, is what do you do? For me, it's running. What do you do where you completely lose track of time? And that's pretty much a good place to start in terms of what you're capable of, where you love to spend your time, where you think about um, your priorities and what's meaningful to you. And, you know, we don't have all the answers. Um, you know, beliefs and truths are not the same thing. We cannot believe something and know something at the same time. By definition, they're two very different things. And we need to, you know, to have a belief system, there, there has to be some kind of faith and hope in our ability to discern what's relevant and important to us. And we, we, have, we have to build a cognitive ability to challenge ourselves and question ourselves and think. And it's not about finding answers. It's about pushing ourselves in these different types of, of paths to, to experience more. Like, what's the point of life? We can get real deep on this real, real quick. Um, but our faith in ourselves, our belief system, is what gets us from where we are to where we wish to be. And whether it's building a new habit, I just read Atomic Habits by James Clear. I really wanted to hate it, but it was actually pretty good. Um, and ultimately what it's about, I don't believe in everything that he kind of outlined there, but pick and choose what's relevant for you. I, I think a common theme is you're ultimately responsible for the decisions you make, right? If you want to be, uh, you want to lose weight, you choose the items that you eat to help you lose weight, right? And it's part of identity and it's part of what you wish to be. And um, it's not about just finding 50 million things that you can do and check this box. It's it's saying, you know, these are the choices that I'm going to make to help me to get to, to where I want to go. And we live in this aggressive go, 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 go culture with this high pressure. Um, and we're raising our kids in it. Um, another good book I just read, Never Enough, about how, you know, kids in kindergarten now are, are being given curriculum so that they can get into Harvard universities. I mean, this is when we go back to losing faith in our educational institutions. Universities now are actively recruiting people they know aren't going to be selected and accepted into their school so that their acceptance rate can be naturally lowered, which makes them look more elite. Like we've, everything is, is a marketing ploy. And when we recognize this, that everything you get, there's some ulterior motive. It's very quick, very easy to get into cynicism. And we, we have to find this faith in ourselves that we matter which is what she wrote about. And that's ultimately what Never Enough was about is, is that we matter and we matter to each other. And, and how do you matter to yourself? Um, that's what I'm thinking about today and this week, right? Optimism. I mean, finding the optimism that's relevant and fixing your cynicism, recognizing that extrinsic factors are impacting our ability to have these intrinsic motivators, these intrinsic belief systems and understanding and faith that we, uh, that we can make good decisions, that we can accomplish great things, that there are no limits, there are no rules. And we can make the decisions so that every night we put our head in our pillow and we're saying, you know what, today was a good day.
And I think that's going to be my focus for 2024. I want every day to be a good day. Um, I say that now, but I'm also sick. So, you know, whatever. But we'll get healthy again. We'll do it, right? Yes, we can do it. So what's the takeaway? Um, One, find a thing that you lose track of time that you're doing. Right. Do that. Think about it. It's um, and, and embrace it. Right. Find the time to do it. Everything, you know, everything's crazy. Everything feels like it's just um, off the rails. And we feel that it's emotional. It's not logical. It's emotional. So we have to flip this in order to find faith in ourselves. We have to tap into this hope emotion. Uh, it's not being joyful all, all the time. It's not about all of this. It's um, Epicurus, the philosopher, old Greek, Greek philosopher, I think. Um, he was the happiness philosopher and happiness, he would argue, um, is ultimately pleasure. The only way you get pleasure is the absence of anxiety and cynicism is pure anxiety. Going to Disney and running with a bunch of Disney people is pure anxiety (laughs) until you can get away. You get around them and then the road opens up. Um, you're not in any more lines and everything's okay. Um, but we have choices on, on what we could do in each moment. And so finding faith in ourselves, what we're capable of, what we wish to do, um, creating something and, and logically putting those extrinsic factors into their appropriate place and tapping into the intrinsic, the important things for us, what motivates us. It's what makes us unique. It's what makes us individuals. It's what makes us matter. Our intrinsic motivators, the things that are important to us is what makes us matter. And you do matter. And then own it. And that's what I'm going to do in 2024. So have a wonderful year. I'm here to talk more about it. That's just me kind of spitting spitting thoughts, cynicism, skepticism, optimism, all the good stuff. Have a wonderful week. I'm here if you need me. And uh, more to come. We're doing all kinds of stuff. There's going to be lots of uh, lots of thoughts this year. I'm, I'm getting real intentional with the podcast. So I hope you continue to stay tuned and have a wonderful week. And I will talk to everybody soon. Thanks. Thanks.